1: mercy and peace be unto each of you, from God our Father and our Lord and King, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Let us pray. Eternal God, give us insight to discern your will for us, to give up what harms us, and to seek the perfection we are promised in Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our reading for the third Sunday of Lent is from Mark chapter 14, verses 26 31 and when they had sung a hymn they went out to the Mount of Olives and Jesus said to them you will all fall away for it is written I will strike the shepherd and the sheep will be scattered but after I am raised up I will go before you to Galilee Peter said to him even though they all fall away I will not and Jesus said to him truly I tell you, this very night before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. But he said emphatically, If I must die with you, I will not deny you. And they all said the same. Two weeks ago, we looked at and through Judas' betraying eyes and recognized our own betrayals of the Lord. Last week, we saw the disciples' sleepy eyes in the garden of Gethsemane, and identified the times we have fallen asleep as Christians. This week, we examine other ways sinful eyes can fail as we examine the denying eyes of Peter, of the other apostles, and yes, even all of us. Back in the upper room, the eleven apostles and Jesus had sung a post-communion hymn and then headed for the Mount of Olives. There were only eleven with Jesus because Judas had already departed to get staged for his betrayal. Jesus told the group they would all fall away in fulfillment of the prophet Zechariah's words, strike the shepherd and the sheep will be scattered. Now, Their proud spokesman Peter thought he was exempt from all of this, saying to Jesus, even though they all fall away, I will not. Jesus said to him, truly I tell you, this very night before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. Peter said emphatically, If I must die with you, I will not deny you. They all said the same. They all said the same. Not just Peter, but they all tried to exempt themselves from his saying and denied that they would fall away from Jesus, which was very foolish. They were denying the words from the lips of Jesus and the inspired and inerrant word of God recorded by the prophet. You probably heard the song, Lion Eyes, by the Eagles. Even though you try and disguise your intent with a smile, the songwriter tells us it is not enough to hide lying eyes. If our eyes give away lies to one another, then how much more can the omniscient Lord Jesus see lying and denying in the eyes of his disciples of all times and places? What was in the eyes of the apostles as they looked upon Jesus predicting their falling away from him? Perhaps first a look of horror at such an awful prospect. Then a look of disbelief as they processed his saying and began to form their defense. And then that slightly crazed look of a religious fanatic who thinks he can keep his vows to God simply by fervor, by his own force of will. Yes, the eyes of the apostles weren't really seeing Jesus and letting the truth of his words sink into their ears they were blinded by their own strong delusions they were lying to themselves as they were denying their Lord's words they were focused on their own perceptions and plans they had their minds on the things of men rather than on the things of God so the other ten apostles would go on to deny Jesus by falling away in spite of of their strident protests to the contrary and we see Peter verbally deny Jesus in dramatic fashion during his cross-examination by a little servant girl and some bystanders but as we saw last week with Jesus alone staying awake while the others slept it had to be this way he had to be the last one standing the only one making the good confession one who would never deny the will of his father but humbly submitted to suffering and death for us and for our salvation when Jesus had quoted the prophecy of Zechariah he had actually added a couple words to it that I left out earlier he said I will strike the shepherd and the sheep will be scattered this is a quote from the Lord God of Israel himself awake O sword, against my shepherd, against the man who stands next to me, declares the Lord of hosts. Strike the shepherd and the sheep will be scattered. Who is the man who stands next to Yahweh? Jesus. He is the one against whom the Father bids the sword awaken. I will strike the shepherd, says the Father. It's just like we heard a couple of weeks ago. That the one who ultimately handed Jesus over wasn't Judas, but the Father himself. Or as we heard last week, it was the Father's will that Jesus drink the cup of his wrath in full, emptying its last drop. And that takes us back to Isaiah 53 and the Father's will to crush the Messiah so that the masses would surely be accounted righteous in the Father's sight. As we hear in Isaiah 53... Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace. And with his wounds we are healed. I will strike the shepherd, said the Father, and Jesus was stricken with all of that, for you but that's not all earlier i focused on jesus words about the disciples falling away and denying jesus but i left out the gospel jesus told them they would all fall away but then he said but after i am raised up i will go before you to galilee his words about their falling away And denial did prove true, but even better, so did his prediction of the resurrection and his subsequent appearing to the apostles. To those denying and doubting apostles, Jesus entrusted the teaching and baptizing that would go out to all nations and turn deniers of God into confessors, into followers of Christ, empowered by the Holy Spirit. And what about Peter? who had fallen in so spectacular a fashion who had denied that he even knew Jesus. First, I should point out that he seems to have been the only one with the courage to get even close to Jesus' trial. So again, there's really no room for Peter bashing here. Second, we think we would never do such a thing, but how many times have we stood by silently when someone spoke words contradicting our Lord's word? How many opportunities to confess the gospel to others Have we passed up for the fear of giving offense? And finally, we should recognize in Peter an example to follow in the way he expressed his contrition over what he had done. Unlike Judas, who did have a change of heart but tried to deal with his guilt on his own, Peter had true godly sorrow over his sin which prepared him for the absolution he would receive on Easter, when Jesus appeared to the apostles, showed them his hands and sighed, and spoke the forgiving, Peace be with you. And Later on in Galilee, Peter got a special singling out that left no doubt he was restored from being a denier and was placed into the office of confessor at the Sea of Tiberias, the Sea of Galilee, Jesus showed up for a breakfast on the beach with some of the disciples, including Peter. Jesus gave Peter a threefold admonition to feed his sheep, which negates Peter's threefold denial. And then, follow me, Jesus said to the restored Peter. And now, beloved, he says the same to you. If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake and the Gospels will save it. For what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and forfeit his soul? Through your baptism into Christ, you have been given a greater gift than the whole world. You have lost your life in this world for the sake of Christ and have found your life in him and his kingdom where you are saved from sin, death, and hell. You now look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Come, follow me, Jesus says. Come, for it is truly a joyful journey. Amen. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope let us pray merciful lord grant your people grace to withstand the temptations of the world the flesh and the devil and with pure hearts and minds to follow you the only god through jesus christ our lord amen